Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of In Moderation. Today I have with me a very special friend of mine, Delaney. I go by Laners though, so welcome Laners. I'm so excited to be here. This is literally a blessing. Oh, okay, literally. so quick little backstory of Laners and I. We actually met through a fitness Facebook page. Like we joined this Facebook group. <laughs> I don't know. I posted a thing, right? Like I posted a bio and I think you commented on it. It was, um, I think we both, there was like a JMU section. A thread. It was a JMU thread. Yeah. And then, well, I thought about it today too. I don't know why it was, I think I was thinking about the podcast and I was like, remembering when, cause we met through that, but I think we came up to each other in UREC yeah. one day Yeah, and we're just, just like, Hey, away. like you're in the whatever or something like the little group. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, nice to meet you. And then, you know, the rest is history. Yeah, like, come to find out we actually lived in the same complex. <laughs> like, right across from right each other. Right across the street from each other. And, like, we didn't even know each other. So, you know, eventually we then became roommates. Yes. We lived together year. last year. It was pretty great. Pretty so, fun. yeah, we have a good history. Yeah, long history. It's kind of crazy. It's, it is weird. It's been, like, a year and a half. I know, but it feels like it's been longer since we've, like, been through so much together. Yeah, we've been through a lot of phases. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just tell us a little bit about, like, who you are, where you're at, what you're doing, like, whatever you feel the need to fill in, fill it in. Okay, well, as you know, my name's Delaney. Um, I am a senior as well with Charlotte and some other people that have been on here. But I actually graduate in December, so I only have a couple more months left, unfortunately. But definitely ready. I competed in my first bodybuilding show over the summer, which we'll get into. Yes, you did. <laughs> I did that. Yes, she did. And I am studying kinesiology, exercise science here at JMU. So definitely very well versed in the fitness, you know, education. And yeah, I really look up to Charlotte and like all of her moderation, you know, like mantras i guess in a way um so i'm excited to kind of like add to that and like for the listeners or for you guys i don't even know why i'm saying <laughs> listeners like it's not on the podcast to kind of hopefully you get something out of me from being on here and then i mean obviously you'll learn stuff from her too so all right i, I want to get into i want to get right into like fitness stuff with you because like you you've had a lot of cool stuff going yeah. on Okay. So, like, give us your when, like, the start of your like fitness history. Like, give us like a rundown of like how, your evolution. Okay, I actually really like this because I feel like a lot of people can relate in some way. I grew up playing like sports or just be, being like really active. So, I did like basketball for like years and years, and that was pretty much like year round because I did it in the winter, like for school, and then I did like travel teams in the summer all like basically all the time I was playing basketball or doing something and definitely didn't lift then did a lot of running and a lot of like working out and like obviously basketball is like a very vigorous sport like it's it's pretty intense but I think lifting wasn't really a thing until like my senior year and randomly one of my friends were like hey do you want to go to YMCA with me and I was just like you know I never worked out in my life but sure (laughs) 
And so I did that and then kind of fell off. But then after graduating, like not playing sports anymore, it felt like something was missing, which I think a lot of people that play sports kind of feel that because mm-hmm. you don't realize how like, I mean, during school, you go to school all day, you have practice after and then you have games. And then for most sports, you do like travel. Like you did softball. Mm-hmm. You, did you do like summer? Yeah, I did summer and like all day long tournaments, like a couple yeah. hours. Yeah. And so it's weird when you like graduate. I mean, I was kind of done with playing because I knew I didn't want to like keep doing it, but I felt like something was missing. Like there was like an outlet that wasn't there, like energy wise. And then mm. like also just like having something to do. So that's when I started lifting and it definitely wasn't serious then. I don't think it was really serious until like right around like when we met, like yeah. when I joined that group, obviously it's because I've was like I wanted to get into like a lifting community especially like meet friends and then the bodybuilding thing wasn't even in like one day it was like two summers ago Mm. I for some reason felt like I had to pick between powerlifting and bodybuilding in my fitness journey I don't know why I thought that but I guess it was a good decision I was like you know what I would do bodybuilding like I'm gonna just see so I got a coach and then fell in love with it and then she's the one that like I didn't really think I would want to compete and then she's the one that told me she could see me doing it. And I guess just hearing that, I was like, you know, we'll try it. And so I kind of just jumped into it. And that's where we're, where we're at with it. Okay. So. So let's talk about your prep now. Okay. This past, like, almost yeah. year Yeah. So I guess I will, like, kind of, because I don't think everybody knows, like, how bodybuilding or, like, shows mm-hmm. work. But it does take, like five to six months to prep for. So I started back in like February, which was definitely early. My show was the end of July. And obviously it's like very slow, but basically for prep, for bodybuilding, there's not like a weight required. Like it's not like wrestling or something where you have to be a certain weight or like powerlifting. Um, But it is just like a really long process. So I guess to kind of sum up, that like time frame like slowly obviously I was losing weight and food was getting changed and then adding like cardio in and I mean basically bodybuilding isn't like a healthy thing I mean to a certain extent but like when you get really really close to the show it's definitely like hard mentally like having to say no to things like going out to eat and like being in college I mean luckily over the summer I didn't Mm -hmm. have to deal with that but um just like navigating that and up until july i mean it was from february to july and then even now i'm still technically in a reverse diet coming out it's like recovery before Mm. a show so i don't know if that answered the question yeah so that's the little little rundown of how prep works so during i have a question because i've never asked you this (laughs) during your time in prep when like you know, like we have this big group chat with like all of the, all of the, a lot of the girlfriends that are here. Like we're all in this big group chat just to like make it an easier place to like get in touch with each other and all be on the same page with plans and stuff. So, you know, when we're all texting in that group chat and like you see stuff going on, like how, like what was that like on your side of things? I, I think that I was so like tunnel vision because also, I guess like the biggest 
I mean, this could go with many things in life, but when you set your mind to like a goal, you have to figure out like if you, if it's really something you want or if you're just doing it to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think I definitely knew that it's because I wanted to do it. So I knew going into it that like, I was going to have to say no to people and like, I wouldn't be able to go out and do those things. If I did, like, obviously like no drinking, no eating, like, you know, gotta, gotta be good. But I think it was a little hard to adjust at first, just like being in college and feeling like you have to go out. But I mean, I still hung out with you guys and did mm-hmm. other things. And I to- like told everybody, you know, I'm, I'm in prep. I can't like go out to eat. Like if it revolves around food or whatever, like I won't be able to like participate or I'll, I mean, I would go, I've gone out to eat so many times and like not get gotten anything. Mm. And willpower, man. I know. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I mean, I'll go into that, I guess more like when we get, Deeper into go the for it go for it right yeah. now like that took a lot yeah I think one of the bigger things that I realized is like there is more to life and like friendships than like food which I know is like very simple mm-hmm. but it I think it helped me in a way of finding other things to do with my time instead of planning like to go out to eat you know maybe go on walks go on hikes go to museums do like stuff educational movies like there's so much other things out there to do shopping I did a lot of shopping during prep one of the weird things I did which probably wouldn't be good for a lot of people but I was okay with it I would like window shop at grocery stores (laughs) dang that looks good I wish I could have it I would go to like Whole Foods and Fresh Market where I don't even normally shop and look at their stuff and be like, Just man, after July 29th, I'm coming here and I'm getting this. Like I had a list, a running list of all the things I wanted to eat and all the things I wanted to do, which was nice because you take that stuff for granted normally. Mm-hmm. Like when you go out to eat now, you probably don't really think much of it. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just going here to get this. But like when you don't have that for so long, it's like a treat. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really nice too is it brought back my like passion for like cooking and baking and like just being able to go out to eat and not feel guilty like I used to never go out to eat I would Mm. never go out to eat I would make my food at home but now I'll occasionally go out to eat and like it's a treat because I don't normally do it and I went six months without it so you must believe I was going what was the best food you had after six months of surprisingly it wasn't Texas Roadhouse okay we went to Texas Roadhouse after her bodybuilding show. Little side story. Delaney was... <laughs> I wanted rolls. So even before prep started, I was like, my last meal, the last supper is going to be Texas Roadhouse rolls. And I'm housing, housing them. all of them. Like that was 50... I mean, the steak too, obviously, but like 50% of the reason was like the rolls. The rolls. So I went... And I mean, it was like kind of later in the night, like they were going to close soon. They didn't have the rolls. So I was obviously like, well, that was 50% of the reason I was going to go here. So I didn't even get to eat it before. So literally the entire six months, I like fantasized about the Texas Roadhouse rolls with the cinnamon butter. (laughs) So that's why we went there after. And it was so good. But I feel like Texas Roadhouse is like only as good as you make. Like it's. It's good, but it's not like phenomenal, you right, know. Like right. it's 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 good. That's the only word I like. Can use. Sometimes, like you're in college and you need a steak, so like that's where you go. Yeah, but it's not like the best steak you've ever had. Yeah. Um, the best thing 
I went to this burger place in Richmond, and they cook with like duck fat, oh. like not like traditional like oil. Okay. And they make like when you go into the restaurant, you literally see them like cooking on the grill, like smoky. So the burger like, and that's rare. Like when you go to a restaurant for it to like actually taste like it was grilled. Mm-hmm. And I th- I ate the entire thing. I didn't really think I was gonna be able to, but I ate the entire burger. And I got, like, a huge plate of fries and ate that whole entire thing, too. Nice. And it was – that's like, I would – I want to go back. You're dreaming of that burger. Yes. I see it in your eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the best thing I ate after, which you can't go wrong with a burger, so. So true. So true. Balance, you know? It's exactly. the whole theme of the, the podcast, you know? So what was the high and low of your whole entire experience with your first show? So the first part of it, like, I know six months sounds really daunting, but for, like, the first half or even, like, 75% of it, I wouldn't necessarily call it hard. I was still able – because at that point, I was just, like, in a normal cut, like, what normal people would do to, like, lose weight. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, just don't go out to eat, make your food at home, Mm -hmm. and, like, no fry – you just limit – I'm not going to eat dessert yeah. or I'm not going to eat like burgers and stuff. So it wasn't, I don't think that was too hard because I was kind of already what I was doing normally. I think it got hard in the summer because a lot of people want to go out to eat to do stuff. And the summer, for some reason for me, is when I usually go out to eat the most, I mm-hmm. think. Same. And so I also learned do not travel when you're doing stuff like that because <laughs> I went to Texas, road tripped there with my mother I say that like it's a bad thing, but you know, when you're with your mom for like 14 days straight, 24 seven, it's it's a lot, especially when you don't live with her anymore. And that was really, really hard because I had to make sure I had all my food packed for like the trip. So that was definitely the first hardship because I thought I would deal with it because hypothetically it sounds easy to just pack your food and not go out to eat, but it's hard to Mm -hmm. do that, especially in a like, I was in Texas, but I didn't go out to eat. That's kind of sad. But it's fine. I still had really – like, I had a lot of fun. I met Leo Skeppy, and if any of you know him, that it's just a flex, okay? I just had to put my flex out there. He's amazing. You should go listen to him. And he's – like, I met him, and that made my day. I manifested that. You love him. So I don't know if you're going to talk about manifestation, but you should yeah. because I manifested that, and it we worked. We love him. Yes, we love yeah. him so much. <laughs> and anyways, I went to Texas, then went to the beach with my family – also don't know why I did that. That was not a good idea because they got like crumble cookies every – they got it both weeks because I went like <laughs> midweek to midweek. So there was two weeks of crumble cookies. And they went like out to eat and got like pizza. And like I'm sitting here eating my fish and green beans like with Yum. the must- – I couldn't even use like ketchup. I had to use mustard because, you know, I don't even know. It was – that was hard. And leading up like right to the show because you're just so tired – and drained and it's already been so long and you're like so close to the finish line that you just want to like give in mm-hmm. but you're like also I'm so close I can't stop mm-hmm. so I think that that was more hard mentally than physically because like physically like the working out and eating I was so accustomed to but it was like the mental because technically I could have just given up yeah whenever I wanted like yeah. nobody was forcing my hand mm-hmm. like it was fully my decision but I kept going that's gotta feel good no, it does now, but it was very hard. Yeah. During How did you like keep yourself like accountable? Okay, so I'm going to give two answers. Okay. 
So I guess like the first part, like for the majority of prep, I, well, I had two friends that actually go here too, that were doing it not with me, but like we were both in prep, all in prep together. So having that was honestly like really, really helpful because they understood and like, we're kind of going through some of the similar things and like feelings. And then also just like having friends that supported it. Like, I mean, you would text me. I mean, I was really bad at texting people over the summer, but you would like check in and like people like my mom and like other people, I would tell them like things I could, couldn't do and like what I was going through and they understood and were there. Like I told my mom one time when I visited, I was like, do not make anything sweet or like anything that I can snack on when I come visit because I don't have self-control. And like she didn't, which I mean, she probably wouldn't have anyways, but just in case I was like, I don't do it, please. So I think having the support system and then also, like I said, I was kind of like tunnel vision. Like I knew it was my choice, like my decision to do it. And then the other thing is when it got closer to the show, you know, you have to pay for some things. So I like had mm-hmm. to book the hotel, buy my suit, all that stuff. So when I started making payments on stuff, I was like, well, now I'm kind of like forced because there's no refunds. <laughs> right. Maybe on the hotel, but not the suit, mm-hmm. not like some of the other stuff. So I kind of like forced myself to pay that as soon as I could, because then it was like, well, once you pay that, you're not getting that money back. And I'm not just going to waste money Mm-mm, on something. Full send. Yeah. Full send. Going to full send it. So that's like the bad thing, I, the bad reason for accountability. But the other one, like just having people, which I guess that's like in life in general, mm. like holding yourself accountable for, I mean, even going to the gym or doing things you said you would, like, I don't know, journaling. And I think everything. like, that whole process of holding yourself accountable is helped a lot when you have people who also want to see you succeed in the things that you love to do. Because if you don't have a support system, that's going to be like, hey, like nobody's going to make you go to the gym today, but you said you wanted to do that. Like, why aren't you there yet? Or I'll meet you there. Like, if you don't have friends who are going to do things like that for you, it makes it a lot harder to even keep it for yourself. And I think, I don't think, Obviously, having your own self-accountability is the best because Mm -hmm. you're always going to be there for yourself. Like, you shouldn't have to rely on somebody else. But I also think a big thing I learned from it, too, is it's okay to rely on people sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. you should have those people in your life that you can, like, call on or just be like, hey, like, I'm having a tough time. Or knock some sense into me. Like, tell me not to do this. (laughs) Tell me to do this. So I really did like that just like having somebody there especially because prep if you don't know either um very obviously very emotionally draining but when you're like not eating a lot and like very tired you're like you're kind of delusional and you kind of just need to like get things off your chest and it's really it gets really hard to do it all yourself so I think having those people in your life was like definitely a big contributing factor to being successful I am so honored to have like been able to be one of those people along with you on your journey because like even over the summer when I was in Jersey and you were in Virginia like I still felt like I was kind of there with you on the journey like even though we didn't talk every single day like we talked often enough where like I felt like involved in it honestly coming down (laughs) coming down to your show 
I, I surprised Delaney. She didn't know it was coming down. I really had no clue. She had no clue. I wasn't supposed to come, and I some things in my life changed and fell through last minute. So the first thing I did was book a hotel, and I drove down there. And literally, Delaney, when you went on the stage, like I have never experienced like a proud friend moment to that degree. Like I was like, like my body was like kind of like shaking like I kept saying to like Maddie and Michael I'd be like guys like guys look at her go like I was so excited and proud of you and like I didn't even do anything but like just watching you like the way that you like shined like you were so you were just glowing like you were so confident and like seeing like that you pushed through those last couple weeks that were like really challenging like I was so proud of you you know how I knew you were there because okay well first I was about to walk out on the stage and I saw people in the corner pull out their phone like right when I was about to go like the girl in front of me had already like she was about to walk off and they're about to call my number I'm like who's who's gonna record me like who is that like it's either somebody really weird that just like wants to record me or it's somebody I know but I couldn't see and then when I walk out I hear let's go laners or something laners and I was like there's only one person who like is calling me laners and so I was like I can help myself. She 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 surprised me. I was like, <laughs> how did she get here? Like, how far is it? Like five? It was like or maybe five a little less. Because five it's hours. From, yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's just crazy. I ne- I had no clue at all. That was like one of the best like moments, honestly, of my summer. Like everything that oh. happened during that week, like I like it truly happened like so that I could be there. Like I really believe that. No, I was really happy. I think because when you because I knew initially you had stuff like reasons why you couldn't come and then I remember we talked and you said that like you didn't have that anymore and I remember I was gonna about to ask I was like I was gonna be like oh you like you should come to my show but I was so like I don't even know what was going on in my brain at that Delulu. point I don't even, you were Delulu <laughs> I don't even think I think I like thought it and then as soon as I thought it it like went out the other end mm-hmm. and I was like oh well you know whatever but going back to like what you said too like, I know I said I barely – I didn't really talk to, like, anybody all summer. I was very – because I was also still working. Mm-hmm. Like, I had – I got that new job. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was really easy. But it was it's still, like, new to adjust. And then I was just so focused on, like, what I was doing, I guess. But, like, I am very – I'm very grateful. Like, because a lot of people – some people might have gotten upset if I didn't, like, text or keep up or – because I was still posting and, like – being very, I was very active on social media, but it was just like the actual texting people and like talking to people. I just didn't like I would post and then go go off my phone. Mm-hmm. So like having you like not getting like hurt, I guess, about it just shows like a real friendship because like the real friends should be the ones that you don't have to talk to every day. Yeah. But, you know, like they're there. Like I could have called. I mean, I did call you at some points and just like we just talked about random stuff. You talked to me in the airport. When you're about to go to Italy, yeah, and I was ranting about my life. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was that was so funny. That was funny. Shoot, you were literally we were in an airport about to be on the flight, and I was drunk at like noon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just telling. I'm, I remember it because I was out, I was sitting outside. I had so much wine. Yeah, and you're you're drunk, and I'm just like telling her all my life problems. I'm like, it's okay. Yeah, everything's gonna be great. I'm going to play Italy. <laughs> but that's what life's all about you know yeah 
It's a balance. We got one friend crying over how disciplined she is and the other friend drunk on her way to Italy. Yeah. <laughs> we well, even each other out. We do. We do. That was, that was amazing. Okay. Yeah. So aside from bodybuilding and fitness, like what do you like to do in your life? Like what things make you happy? What's important to you? Like what do so, we do? This might, this is, this is not really answering. I mean, it kind of answers the question. But I'm a very spontaneous – so I really like to have a plan with stuff. But I'm also very spontaneous. So, like, I'll make plans but, like, just as easily, like, cancel them and, like, do something completely different. So I guess to answer the what I do in my free time, I really like cooking, baking, like, going outside, nature. Like, we did sunsets and stuff together all the time. Mm-hmm. I did my first sunrise hike. Yeah, that looked cool. Yeah, but I didn't really realize that, like, you know, to get to the sunrise, it's still got to be dark. So we had to hike in the dark. And, like, I'm not really afraid of the dark, but two college girls on their own, and we were, like, in the woods. Like, hiking is in the woods, but we were in the rocks, like, mountain lion territory. And I was so terrified. (laughs) I didn't say it out loud, but I was like, it's dark, and, like, I can't fight off a bear or, like, a lion or something or anything. But it was worth it. Okay. So no, no animals. To, no, 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 no. But we were like the only ones out there, so I was a little nervous. But it was really pretty. I would do it again. Nice. And we should do that maybe. We should. I'm kind of scared because, to go through the dark, but like, I'll, I guess I'll do. No, it. I was scared. And thank God that Abby had like her. She had an app that like showed you where the trails like were because mm-hmm. it was dark. We couldn't really see. We were using our phone flashlights. And we almost went the wrong way at first, and then her trail thing said to go the other way. We we're like, oh, okay. So we probably would have gotten lost if we what didn't. What time did you leave? Dude, we got there at like 5 a.m.? Yeah. When was the sunrise? I don't know. Almost 6, right? I, think? I don't know. But the hike took about like 30 or more minutes. Like we, Or it didn't take us that long, but it said it might because it's a lot of like – like we were like climbing up rocks. It was rock scramble, so not just a trail – and it was in the Shenandoah, so it was like 40 minutes away. So we mm. left at like 4.30 or oh a little gosh. before. But I like to do – I kind of like anything, doing anything, honestly. Like I'm a very open – Yeah, you're, open, you're down. Yeah, I'm always down unless it's – No, I don't even think – I don't really think there's anything I would fully say no to. Mm-hmm. Like for my birthday, you know what I want to do? I want to go skydiving. I've been trying to do that, dude. But I don't know like, if like, you, you can do that in January. Can you? It might be too cold. I don't know. Let's take a vacation. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I like to do stuff like that. And also, I'll just put this out there, too. For anybody that may be listening to this and, like, doesn't know what they're doing with their life or with school or anything right now, um, I don't either. Same. I literally have a notebook that I just got, and I write random stuff in it. And I have a couple pages where I'm, like, mapping out potential career paths or – because one day I sat down and thought, I was like, what do I like doing and enjoy doing? And what could I do with what I like mm-hmm. to do? And some of the ideas I came up with is obviously I'm doing like personal training and all like group fitness, which I enjoy that. Wouldn't do it full time. But like, imagine if I did have another job and just did that because I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be fun. Like, yeah. you meet really cool people. And get some energy out because I'm also very like talkative if you can't tell right now I've talked the whole time you've barely said anything um so that and then I thought about culinary school recently that's sick they have like an online program that's also like holistic health which I thought was really cool so like 
helping with diseases and stuff and everything. Um, teaching, like being a nutrition teacher for classes online or like grad students or something like that. Fitness modeling. I thought about that. Nice. <laughs> that was like, like the other day I wrote that down. Like when I posted the tennis yeah. pictures, I was like, you know, what if I, could, I did like modeling? And like, what if I did like specifically fitness modeling? That'd, right. be, that'd be cool. That's cool. And then I thought about making like videos when I cook or bake or just like, even if it fails, just like recording it and like the thought process for you to get there and, you know, other people could help you. And I just thought that'd be cool. So if you don't know what you're doing in life, I don't either, but just finding the things that you like. I mean, kind of, I guess you're making the podcast to see where it goes. Just feeling it out. No pressure or anything. So pretty much I like to do anything and I'm not opposed to any ideas about what I do in life or <laughs> what I like. Message Delaney about your Anything. life suggestions for her. What 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 life paths should it's she It's not take? just fitness, trust me. My brain is like a million miles a minute all the time. So I hope that answered the question. It did. In a way. It did. Okay. We only got like two more left. Okay. All right. So how do you manage to be successful with something that is so demanding when you have so many other responsibilities in your life? You mentioned that school, work, vacation. How do you still be successful? So it doesn't have to be bodybuilding. Yeah, I think definitely, like I said, I'm a, I'm a, pl- a loose planner, I guess I should say. So even like being back at school, I think it was really hard adjusting just like also being a senior you're yeah, like agreed. you're you've been doing it for so long you're just like ready for like a break and you don't really have as much motivation but making usually Sunday or even like I'll probably do it Friday or Saturday mm-hmm. map out what I'm gonna do next week and I'll do like a tentative schedule so if I have there I'll have things that I want to do that I like will try to fit into my day and things that I need to do and then, obviously, as the week goes on, like, you can change that. Yeah, be flexible. Yeah, but, I mean, with work, obviously, you would put what days you work when you have class, but what days you have class. Say you want to get lunch with somebody, look at that. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess put your priorities first. Yeah. And then make time for the other stuff you want to do, like the gym. I even plan out when I want to go I to the gym. I put that in my Google calendar. I've it it might change, up. but I'll make it sure that change. there's time yeah. somewhere like, I'll have, like, an ideal time that I'll probably put in there first. Totally. But by mapping out what I want to do with my time, I can, like, play around with it. Yeah, you can manage it better. And, like, you can have more time to do the things that you want to do if you plan ahead and prepare the time in your day for those things to happen. Yeah, and but I like, know some people have really busy schedules. And, like, honestly, that's, like, right now, I guess, for more of the fitness aspect, I'm only going to the gym, like, four times a week mm-hmm. just because, like, after prep, it was very stressful on my body, so I'm trying to, like, de-stress everything. And even, like, though it's four days and I used to go five to six days, it still feels like a lot. Yeah. Like, today I really didn't want to go, but I was like, so, if I want the rest of my week to fit, like, correctly. the way I want it, then I need to go today. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, like, even with a busy schedule, I feel like there's still – you can make time for stuff, even if it's going to the gym for 30 minutes. Or At least you moved. just walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be a full lifting session, you know, PRs and all that. Like, yeah. just going in there and just having time for yourself or 
just anything like making time in your day to cook dinner Mm -hmm. you know having breakfast Oh yeah, breakfast. That's my favorite time of the day. Love breakfast. I, I love go to mornings. sleep at night getting excited to wake up and yeah. like this morning I woke up and I had like a I didn't have class or anything. So I but I was still productive. So I woke up, made myself breakfast and everything. I was like, this is nice from gourmet breakfast. Like because I actually had time. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't something quick. I like actually spent my time cooking it. And I sat down and like did work for a couple hours. And it was just so peaceful because nobody else was awake. You can hear the birds in the morning. <laughs> and it's just quiet. Yeah. It was nice. So finding little stuff like that, too. Like, it's not, you don't always have to be doing something. Like, just sitting down and doing that was fine. Like, yeah. I, it, I needed it. Mm-hmm. Time to debrief, you know? Yeah. Okay. So if you could go back and tell your freshman yourself something that you know now, what would you tell her? I honestly... So also, this might, you know, show the spont- how do you spontaneity? Spontaneity, Spont- yeah. Yeah, whatever that word is. Um, so I actually went to a different college my first semester. First semester, yeah. I only went one semester. Mm-hmm. And then I did online through, like, kind of COVID, and then I transferred to JMU. So I've been a lot of different places. But to – answer that question if I was to tell my freshman year self something I guess like back then I definitely struggled with anxiety and stuff more like especially not liking the school I went to and feeling I guess like stuck and I wanted to have everything planned like I was like when I go to a school I want to stay there for four years and whatever I would just tell her that everything works out and like what you think you're gonna plan for yourself like it's, it's going to change, but, mm-hmm. the, like, change isn't bad. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to, like, have a plan that falls through because everything, like, plays out the way it should. And also to not rush it because I think at least my freshman year, I was so ready because I didn't – I didn't even, almost didn't even go to college because I was, like, four more years. Like, that's a lot. Like, I've already been in school my whole life. Mm-hmm. But, like, now I'm literally about to graduate in three months and four years felt like nothing. It's so fast. So I would tell her just to, like, I should have just enjoyed it. Like, when I was there, I wish I went out and did more. I came home every weekend, so I didn't even really do anything. Mm-hmm. I only met, like, my hallmates and mm-hmm. sweetmates and all of that. So I wish, I would just tell her to just make, like, do whatever. Like, try new things. Yeah, like, don't new rush new to go home and work yeah. and just, like, enjoy it. I love that. Yeah, we're enjoying it. I've enjoyed our time. I know. I've talked a lot. <laughs> I've loved this so much. I feel like sometimes, we really like, hung out since we've been back. Yeah. Either. So this I have like really a catch talk- up session for us. I know. I haven't really talked to people about, I get like the prep. Oh, I mean, I posted about the physical part about it a lot and like the sh- pictures and stuff. But I don't think I've talked a lot about like the mental side or like how it translates to you know real everyday life. life yeah yeah no real life for real because yeah. prep is a different life it was not real life <laughs> no do you have any other questions that's all i've got for us today do you have anything you want to add i think i said everything like i don't even like my brain is like i know i asked even more than like what i had written down too so like We've been going. We've just been talking. I told I t- it's been 35 minutes and it felt like nothing. <laughs>
Lena just was all though, nervous was, to come in. I here. know I was nervous. I got the nervous sweats, even though like me and Charlotte have known each other for so long. Yeah. I was like, ah, I'm <laughs> on a podcast. Now we've done it. Okay, wait. I, th- I guess I can ask you. I mean, I feel like I kind of know the answer, but I feel like it'll be good. It's a good question to ask. Is like, what is your goal with the podcast? Like, mm. I know you in you talked about like balance and like moderation and all that stuff, but you're bringing. Well, oh, I don't know if I should say that. It's gonna be a lot of different topics on here, basically. <laughs> but I guess like, what is your goal or like aspirations for it? And so that's one question. Uh-huh. I guess the second one would be like, what made you like? What was? How did you get the thought? And what made you like bite the bullet yeah. and like do it? Um. So I guess what I want to get out of this is. So I really think that I struggle with figuring out what I want to do after school because I feel like I've kind of grown up in a place where like social media makes you seem like you have to pick like one thing that's like your thing, like your niche or whatever. And like as I started to realize that about social media, I kind of was like, well, what the heck? Like I don't have a niche and like honestly, I don't really want to have a niche. Like I don't want my life to be like niche. Like I just want to do me and like do my things. And that honestly just got me to thinking like how many more people like feel like they have to pick one thing. So I, what I want to get out of this is, and the reason it's called in moderation is because I think being able to create a a balance and do a little bit of everything, but it looks different for everybody. So I want to have different people on here to talk about, all the different things that you all do because your experience is so much different than my experience. And like, I think we can learn a lot from each other, by just like sharing our experiences and listening, but we can also find so many more commonalities than differences. When you actually like sit down and talk to someone, you realize like everyone really is like human when we all have our own thing, no matter how it seems from the outside and from far away. I'm going to cut you off too. Well, I mean, I think I kind of said in the beginning that I was, like, inspired by, like, your moderation and everything. But I do really agree that you learn from people. So I feel like even me, like, when I listen to – I mean, because I don't even know, like, all the other stuff you've recorded or, like, will record. But when I listen to them, I'm sure I'll learn a lot because, like you said, our experiences are very different. Yeah. So I really do. And I think it's just really cool to, like, hear that and and share that. So – the, the reason why I started a podcast from it rather than just, you know, like sitting down and talking to y'all is because um, I'm part of this entrepreneurship program here on campus and I have a mentor who is like the coolest mentor in the world. Dr. <laughs> B. Dr. B is the best. I'm going to get him on the podcast. He doesn't even know me, but I love him. <laughs> we love Dr. B so much. So Dr. B honestly is the dude. Just expect it coming. Yeah. It's coming. And when you You're see that episode, you do not want to miss yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so he, electric. Like, you think I talk a lot and, like, I feel like I've talked really fast too. Just wait. Yeah. This guy, oh, we love him. He's the one who really encouraged me to do this. And, you know, every time I'd go to his office and talk to him, I'd kind of be like, I don't know. I'm scared. Like, I don't, you know, make excuses. And, He's like, you just got to do it, man. Like, you just got to sit down and do it and just put it out there. So, like, that's what I'm finally doing. It took me, like, this was at the end of last semester. So, mm-hmm. like, it took me, like, all summer to finally I we just talked be, about like, it over the summer. I was so too. nervous. Yeah. This is so fun, though. So, yeah, I'm, really I'm just, like, honestly having a really good time with it. And, like, 
that's what I'm going to keep doing. I'm just going to keep enjoying it because it's like really fun because I, I feel like I ask you guys questions that like I normally wouldn't say in like a day-to-day life because like, you know, we're just like chilling as friends. Yeah, so, but like, when you we feel don't... like you're getting I – mean, I don't even want to say interviewed. But, yeah, like, like kinda... I don't want to like interview my friends. No, but, like, but this it kind is, of like, is. Yeah. Because that's – I feel like that's when – when you're sitting down to talk about it, like you're doing it with intention. Yeah. So you kind of go into more detail and like that's the point of it. Unless like – I mean, if we just talked about prep normally, I would have just been like, oh, man, like I did. Like I would tell you like the funny, quirky yeah. stuff, but like probably not the like deep stuff. Or yeah. Real things that I like actually went into into detail. Yeah. So but. it's fun. It's fun to get to like talk to people on that level and like hear everyone's stories. So that's why I, I'm doing this. That's how I got into this. And I'm so excited. Well, it was fun. Thank you. I want to come on here again. Okay. We'll, we'll have you back. Maybe we'll in like another year topic. and we'll talk about when we're both graduated so and true. see the difference it's gonna be crazy it's gonna go by so fast we're gonna enjoy our moments though and in the meantime keep practicing all things balance and we'll talk to you next time in moderation bye